Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, you're listening to the Saving You Is Killing Me podcast hosted by me, Andrea Seidel. I'm the author and founder of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. This podcast is for you if you're ready to find a way to struggle well, take back your power, and live life happier while you're navigating loving or losing someone to addiction. I wholeheartedly believe that when you love someone with an addiction, your life gets damaged in some way. Since we can't control someone else's addiction, but we are greatly affected by it, the number one thing you can do is take back your power and focus on you. I believe happiness, joy, and well-being is available to anyone. So the thoughts and perspectives I share here on the show are my own and those of the guests on the show. If you ever hear anything that feels harmful or triggering, I'm pre-apologizing and I'm open to being better and value any feedback and the permission to be human. That said, always take what you love, what feels good and leave the rest. The conversations and tools I'll share here will give you everything you need to figure out exactly how to navigate addiction, put yourself first, and how to build resilience for your well-being in a way that feels really, really good. I use these tools to take back the power in my life to build my strength back up and restore peace. And I teach my clients how to create their own version of a life where they can tap into their power and restore their happiness. My goal is so that you don't feel alone and that you feel supported. I am here for you. Sending hugs. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing as good as can be. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that today we are talking about something that I'm so passionate about. I remember feeling like my life was completely out of control. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like, When I was with my addicted loved one, I just had no control over my life. Like it just seemed like everything was unpredictable. He was unreliable and it was really, really hard. So I bet you are probably feeling a lot of the same things, or maybe at times you felt like things just felt like out of control. And so I really did have to do this mindset shift and I had to start focusing on what is it that I really do have control over? And I have to tell you, this is so powerful. It's powerful when you can kind of shift the narrative and kind of focus inward on, okay, let's exam- let, like let's examine all the things that we do have control over. And it's, 
that really helps you because it goes from feeling like everything's out of control and, and a lot of it is. Um, but if we kind of turn back in and remember, well, what are the things that we have control over and what can we do? It is so powerful to help you take back your power. And it's actually, it's one of the first things in my book that I talk about is just all about your agency and your feeling of what you do have control over and how you can advocate for yourself. And so I just wanted to do an episode on that because I thought, yes, like this is almost like a pivotal moment for me. I always try to remember what is it that really helped me take my power back and regain my strength, regain my power um, so that I could struggle well when I was in the muck and also even after. And you know what? This was one of the things. This was one of the things that really, really, really helped me in so many ways. So I hope that it helps you too. And again, I am always wishing that we met under different circumstances, but I'm so happy that you're here, that you found us, that you don't feel alone in this, that we are here to support each other. And uh, that is that is why I do this. That's why I show up every week for you. Um, and so I just want you to feel like, I always say, I'm like your new best friend. <laughs> I want you to feel that. I want you to feel um, like I'm your new best friend. Um, I am here to support you and love on you and help you build and rebuild and regain your power and your strength. And um, I'm really passionate about it. I'm, I, I'm so sad that my addicted loved one made me like question my life and my sparkle and my, my, you know, my greatness and my worth and all those things. So I'm like so passionate about it. I'm like, I don't want this to happen to you. Okay. So let's jump into this concept. So some of the things that we, we want to think about, um, the things that we do have control over, right? So there's so many things that we do not have control over, you know, natural disasters or illness. And the big one here is the actions of others. We do not have control over the actions of others. And that's a huge, huge, thing that we need to absorb because especially with addiction, it's their actions. Um, and so I really want to invite you to hear that one loud and clear is that we don't have control over others. And so, you know, but there are many things that we do have control over. And so I thought it would be fun to look at the things in our lives that we, that we can take control of, that we have control over. And that is so empowering. So one of the first things that we definitely have control over are our thoughts, right? We have control over our thoughts. We can choose what we're going to focus on. Are we going to put our attention on positive things, things that make us feel good, things that bring us joy, or are we going to put our focus and our attention and our thought on negative things? And now I know it's so hard because we get sucked into their world and that, that you know, we get sucked into the world of addiction. And so this idea idea is, is that we get to choose. And I always say it's almost like changing the channel. <laughs> so if you're like feeling like, oh my gosh, like I am so sucked into this, like, oh, I'm so frustrated or wherever you are, I'm full of anger or frustration, right? We can have, even if it's for micro moments, even if it's for some time, we can change the channel. We have control of our thoughts. We can't control someone else's behavior, no matter how ridiculous or absurd or crazy it is. We can't control that. So what we can control is what is it that we're putting our attention on? What are we putting the spotlight on? What channel are we tuning into? So because we have control over our thoughts, 
we can practice mindfulness. We can practice more self-awareness and put our mind on and rest our mind on things that feel really good. We can train our minds to focus on the good things in our lives, to focus on the things that actually make us feel good. I almost like, nope, you're not going to hijack my mind right now. And I would like literally say, delete, delete, cancel, cancel, channel change. And I would bring myself to other places or focus on, you know, in the present moment thoughts or like how beautiful my cute little dog is, or, you know, how great my children are, or focusing on, you know, the, like right now it's spring here and it's so beautiful. And like the leaves are all coming out and everything's green and, you know, focusing on that. Like as soon as you put your mind on the channel that you want, we have control over that. And, um, and that helped me so much and and it still helps me to this day. The other thing we have control over is our actions, right? We control our actions. So when we have control over our actions, we can choose how we're going to act. We can choose what we're going to do. And we want to make sure that the way that we act is in line with what it is that we value, what it is that are our goals for ourselves. So because we are in control of our actions, that is so powerful. It's like reestablishing, you know, what is it that you value? What are your goals for yourself? Who is it that the person that you want to be? And I always say, I want to be the kind of person that's full of energy and enthusiasm. And so then I think about all the steps that I need to take in order to achieve that. So I know for me, I have a lot of energy from going to bed early, from waking up early, from productivity gains getting things done from choosing light food, from drinking lots of water, having a little less alcohol during the week. I know all these things energize me. So if you think about all the things that you value and the goals that you want for yourself, and then, and then basically choosing to act in a way that supports that, oh my gosh, it opens your world up. So I always encourage people just to set, set goals, even if they're not big, grandiose goals, and then create a plan to achieve them. What are all the daily habits that you can implement to get you closer towards the person you want to be and connect and align with your values? And that feels really good. Like I value... I just love calm, beautiful environments. And so I have like, I love rearranging the furniture in my house and moving things around. And you can do this in your environment as well. And actually one of the points of what we have control over is our environment. So we're going to get to that, but that our actions can really help us Um, to feel like we're making meaningful action towards the life that we want, the life that we want to live. And it's almost like closing your eyes and thinking inward on, you know, what is it that you value? Who is the, who is it the person that you want to be regardless of anybody else? And then, you know, what are those actions that you can take, even if it's every day, one baby step forward towards that. And we have control over that. I love, love, love this thing. Which brings me to the next point. We have control over our habits. Believe it or not, we have control over our habits and we can actually build good habits or we can build habits that are going to get us towards those goals. And now I did an episode a long time ago about atomic habits. I highlighted the book by James Clear and also talked about Charles Duhigg. He's a researcher in habit formation. And oh my gosh, it is so great if we can just like think about the person that we want to be, connect to our values and our goals, but then what are habits or what are things that we can do every 
single day that are going to get us towards that, that are going to help us and support our physical and mental health and help us get towards the person that we want to be. So we can choose to develop habits that really support us mentally, psychologically, and physically. And so, you know, for example, if we eat, um, really choose healthy whole foods, you know, every single day it becomes a habit. We create these habits for ourselves. Oh my gosh, it's going to have the compound effect and it's going to contribute to our overall well-being. So think about the things for you. What habits, who is the person you want to be and what habits do you want to build in to your day? I know for me, I love when when and if um, in the summer, if I feel like I'm proud of myself in a bathing suit, I don't feel like I always have to cover up. I try to embrace um, my you know body positivity. I try to embrace my menopause belly. I try to embrace my body as best I can, and and just you know it is what it is. But I also like to know that my actions and my habits are moving closer to the person that I desire desire to be. So of course I practice self-compassion and love and, and manage my thoughts around it. But at the same token, I also want to implement some habits, some healthy habits that really, really do get me closer to that goal of feeling proud of my body, of my my physique. And and so so maybe a daily habit might be to do 10-minute abs every day, or maybe it's you know choosing um, to stop eating after eight, or like whatever works for you. You kind of figure out your own habits that can help you get closer to the person you want to be, right? We have control over that. We can create habits that contribute to our overall well-being. So what are some of the habits that you want? Is it waking up early and going for a nice brisk walk? Is it, you know, drinking all your water? Is it like, what are those habits? Okay. So another thing that we do have control over is our relationships. Now, this is powerful. So what happened, especially when I was in with my addicted loved one, I definitely needed to realize that, you know what, more and more of my time that I was with him was getting worse and worse as his addiction got worse and, um, and he was going downhill. And so I had to slowly, it naturally happened though, because he started disappearing more. He'd go on binges and, um, I had more time to myself and it's amazing how our relationships, we do have control over them. We have control over who we choose to surround ourselves with. And we, and so I had to start, you know, leaving and, and, and staying longer at my girlfriend's house or planning to meet up with a friend for a walk or, you know, things like that. And And so we have control over our relationships. We can choose to surround ourselves with people, certain people that support us, that uplift us. And now, I mean, obviously if you're a parent, um, of a child, you know, we, it's, I'm not saying like, you know, you can't have a relationship with them because they're always going to be your child. But what I'm saying here is that we have a choice of, you know, who we're surrounding ourselves with. So even if you live with your addicted loved one, or, you know, it's a child or anything, you still have control over the time that you spend with certain people and you have control over, you know, surrounding yourself and being with more the people that support you, the people that uplift you, that make you feel really good. And, and then that's where obviously these boundaries come in. You're kind of saying yes to the people that make you feel good. And you're saying sort of no, or creating boundaries around, um, 
and tapping into your needs, creating boundaries around the people that don't make you feel good. And so it's easier said than done, but by setting these sort of boundaries and kind of getting clear on what your needs are and what you value, and also focusing on the relationships that make you feel healthy, that make you feel fulfilled, that make you feel good, and, and fostering those, creating more of those healthy and fulfilling relationships. We have control over that, believe it or not. Okay, so the, the last kind of part that I want to talk about that we have control over is our environment. And now I know sometimes, you know, we have to abruptly leave, especially when we love someone with an addiction, our safety is important. Um, but we have, we have immediate environments around us that we do have control over. And so the idea is that we can choose to create spaces for ourselves, no matter how big or small or wherever you're going to go. Um, this, we have the ability to choose to create a space that supports our well being. We have control over our environment. So whether that means, you know, like packing everything up and finding another place for yourself, whether that means just making even your car, if you have a car, making that your safe, nice environment, or if it's going out to a park, that's shifting your environment. We have control over our environment. The other thing is that's so powerful is we can declutter, we can organize, we can decorate space. We can, I know for me, I made like right beside my bed, like almost like a shrine. I have my cute angel cards. I have my incense, my sage. I've got like, I eat such a small little space, but that environment makes me feel so peaceful when I wake up, when I go to bed. And so that really does help me. So taking initiative over your environment, because we do have control over the space we're around and the space that we're in. And so by choosing to create spaces that support your well-being, whatever that looks like for you, and it's individual for everyone, um, really looking into recognizing that you have control over that. You are 100% in control of the environment around you or the environment that you put yourself in. Um, so try to really initiate, navigate for that. So by focusing on the things in our lives that we do have control over, we really can feel this sense of like empowerment. It makes us feel resilient and we can, obviously we can't control everything that happens. Um, but we can choose how we respond to these events. We can choose how we take action towards them. We can choose how we're thinking and where we're putting our attention on and we can create the life that we really want by really tapping into these things we do have control over. So by making all these intentional choices and taking meaningful action for yourself, you really can help tap into your power. You can help make yourself feel really, really good. And, um, so yeah, so I really suggest things like practicing mindfulness, take a few minutes to write down all those things you're grateful for and focusing on the positive things can really help you give you a sense of appreciation for what you do have control over. And then these goals by making a plan and setting goals, it allows you to make things happen. And even if you have to break those goals into smaller, more manageable steps, and then take action towards them every day with the habits, this can make you feel like you're more in control of your life. 
that makes you feel like you're is giving you this sense of purpose. It's also giving you a sense of direction. Another thing is practicing, obviously paying attention, be mindful of your thoughts and those emotions that come up and notice, you know, who's around you, what's happening, what are the thoughts without any judgment. And then just noticing that we can change the channel. We can change our environment. We can focus on the present moment and surround ourselves with good things that make us feel really good and take control of our life there. Right. And then obviously prioritizing our self-care. So taking good care of making sure that you're getting enough sleep, that you're eating really well, that you're exercising, that you're practicing relaxation, down-regulating that nervous system from all the stress of loving someone with an addiction and, or losing someone to addiction, like by taking care of yourself, you're really feeding into this feeling that you're in control of your well-being. You're in control of your health and your well-being and how you feel and prioritizing your self-care is a great way to do that. The other thing is really, really surround yourself with positive people, people that lift you up, that make you feel good, right? And limit your exposure to people or situations that are draining the heck out of you, that are draining your energy and making you feel powerless. We need to shift that dynamic. I know it's not, sometimes it's hard to completely eliminate that unless, you know, depending on your situation, everyone's in very different situations. However, um, choosing to spend time, more time with people that support and uplift you and creating those supportive environments, right? Making sure your living space feels good to you, feels comfortable, feels inviting and and maybe decluttering, organizing, decorating, whatever that means to you, it can help you feel like you're in more control of your surroundings, which gives you that sense of peace and gives you that sense of control. So, oh my gosh, that's about it. Like literally this is amazing. We don't have control over a lot of things in our life, but what we do have control over is, are these things and we can create this a greater sense of agency and resilience. Agency is basically like your ability for yourself to act independently. So it's, it's your ability to make choices for yourself that affect your life. So these are the things we have control over. So when we have what we have control over and focusing on what we do have control over builds your agency. It builds your sense of being able to make choices about your life your ability to make intentional decisions about your life, your ability to, you know, take action towards your goals and your values. And it's really powerful. It's so powerful because having this agency means you have a sense of control over your life. You feel empowered. You, you know, you're, you're shaped by your own destiny, your own thoughts, what it is that you want for yourself, not by someone else. Right. And then also it helps you feel like you can, you, you can take action in your life. And that is such an important part of our well-being. And so that's about it. So to summarize, like these are all things that we can do. The, the things that we have control over and by focusing on those things, we can cultivate an agency, empowerment. We can feel more resilient. We can tap into, you know, all those things that make us feel really, really good. And remember, it's basically your thoughts, your actions, your habits, your relationships, your environment. Like sometimes when you feel like, oh my gosh, my life is out of control. It's like, wait a second. Okay. Let's go back to the things we do have control over our thoughts, 
our actions, our habits, our relationships, and our environment, and really digging into those. So I hope you got a lot out of this. I hope that you feel like a bit of empowerment, especially when it can be a sticky situation and a mucky situation of loving or losing someone to addiction. And so I just want you to really, really take in that wonderful ownership that there are things you can control. And by focusing on these things, we can feel really, really good about ourselves. And so I invite you to just tap into those things, see how you can practice Um, some of the suggestions today to help you feel a sense of control. So that's it, my friends. I hope you got a lot out of today's episode and I will see or talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. If you want additional support, you can head on over to our website at savingyouiskillingme.com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We are here for you. You are not alone. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone that's going through this struggle so we can all work together to take our lives back and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but week after week. Although I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.